you are connected to Kiddish Club, the podcast. Welcome back. It's another episode. We are in our summer editions of Which Kiddish is really Club. a first. We never did summer editions. Yeah, we let, went on hiatus yes, last summer. Yes, yes, because you know what? It's it's much more difficult to get this done in the summer. I don't know why, but it is. Because everyone's busy. But you know what the beautiful part about this time is no, that now me. the kids are in camp. It's like there's yes. some, at least you get some relief. Because yes. they've been home. They've been home. There's That's that, true. There's that two to three week, like they're home. Now you got to entertain them. Figure out what to do. Well, what are we doing today, daddy? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, I'm so bored. Daddy, I'm so bored. What are we doing? Like but, what? But honestly, no, the, I don't do that. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not, not an entertainment center. I, I know you're going to disagree with me on this. I'm not a big fan of the summer. I like the winter. I'm a winter guy. I like when it's cold out. I don't like this heat. 90 degrees I, today. I think I most was sweating. People, I don't like it. I think most people would disagree with you. I think I summer's don't. a beautiful time. Listen, there's oppressive weather on either side. On the, in the winter, it gets crazy when it gets below zero. It gets no, 20 then degrees. You, 20 degrees Then you is go crazy. home, you, you, you cozy up. It's great. You know, when it's cold, you can make yourself warm. When it's hot, there's nothing you can do. It's always this question. Would you rather be too hot or yes. too cold? Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? Which one? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, personally, I would agree with you. I think it's better to be too cold because you can always find a way to warm yourself up. If you're too hot, I mean, you know. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Nothing, you can totally you can remove everything so and I'm still too hot. You know, they say that freezing to death is actually one of the most peaceful ways to go. No. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. See? Nobody what says that know? about... And right, isn't there a machlekes in Gehenna if it's going to be super freezing, super hot? It's not a machlekes. I'm saying it could be both. Like the Rebbe used right. to come in. It's neither of them, really. And it would be like, it's, it's just hot as Gehenna in here. And then like the Rebbe would be like, <laughs> Gehenna is cold as well. <laughs> Somehow it's always about Gehenna. It's not a pleasant experience, one would imagine. But back to camp a second. Is yes. it me or camps, like the prices have skyrocketed? Everything is skyrocketed. That's true. Are you kidding me? That's true. I'm, but camps is where it's like because I feel like even before they were expensive and now they're just ridiculous. Is that me? No. Do you feel that way? No, I do. But I, I feel like that about. I, I, I'm. I just went to the store. I mean, I just told you before. I bought a little bottle of Jack Daniels and it was eighteen dollars. One of these little, you know, little. Uh, Hobo how size. How much was it? I want to know how much was it last year or the year before. I don't know. It should be $10. $13, 12 That's now it. Now it's 18 $18. Well, you know inflation is at 9.1%. Yes. I saw that today. 9.1% yes. inflation. Is this ever coming down? Like, are we going to get, like, let's say Biden is over, this whole administration is over, and we have a new administration, whatever it is, whoever it is, is it possible to be undone? It is possible. But it's going to be painful. What does that mean? Why would it be painful? Because usually what that means is that we need to let corrections happen. We need to let... What does a correction look like? I, I, like I'm like i not an economist, clearly. Okay, well, I just don't know how do you correct such things. Like, how do you tell everybody, well, you okay, prices market, come down? I mean, my stock portfolio is down at least 25%. What does it have to do with inflation? No, because as... Well, the reason why inflation happened was because there was a, a big surplus. Everybody had a lot of extra cash. Right, because Biden just kept giving money. 
Right. So when you flood the market with right. money that money has nothing flood. to back right. it, right. right? And not just so nothing now to dollars back it. get cheaper. The more that money comes out, now the supply, the, the demand increases. So the prices, supply and demand, the prices start going up, right? And then you have- Again, but there's plenty of cash. What's the problem? Everyone's got tons of cash. No, because then, now the prices started going up because- the 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 um, demand got very high, but then everybody started. All of a sudden, they went back to their old amount of dollars, and so now all of a sudden, the supply. I, you na- you're making zero sense to me. Okay. Zero sense. Let's start again. Is it going to go down? I don't know. But it, the bottom line is, is that you know Biden. They keep they keep, he keeps talking about how you know everyone in the administration talks about uh, the Putin. What do they call it? The Putin uh, gas tax or something. They blame the 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 rise of gas prices on the Ukraine war yeah but it's so ridiculous because okay great okay let's say it was Putin it wasn't Putin because it happened before it already started before Putin did make it worse okay he made it worse yes okay great uh Mr. Biden what are you doing to make it better are you undoing all those executive decisions that you made on day one no he's not undoing them but 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 the price of gas did come down a little Right, it was five bucks. Now it's not five bucks. No, it's four fifty, four sixty. No, went there. These are small fluctuations. Very small. Nothing. You're saying this is not anything that they did to make this happen. This is fueling people not buying. Right, so now people don't have enough money because they're spending money on gas. So now they all the money that they were buying merchandise from stores, they're not buying. Now the retailers say, okay, well we're not going to buy. And then the wholesalers say, okay, now we're stuck with inventory, so we're not buying anything, and we're not spending anything, and it just trickles down, and our whole economy goes into this spiral, but this is all depressing. Let's talk about something more fun. Okay, I just want to say, I want to know, does this affect China in the end? Obviously, America is the number one customer. Bottom line, is China feeling this pinch? China's probably not happy. They're happy. Whenever America doesn't do well, they're happy. But even because though America is your biggest customer, doesn't matter. They want um, they want to destroy America and take over America. So anything that hurts America, they push really? it further. Yeah. Let's talk about something more fun. Go ahead. Which is Biden and Israel. Joe Biden and Israel. <laughs> You're doing your own sound effects <laughs> yeah, now. We can't afford. It's a low budget <laughs> production. So, Joe, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is an endless source of. Humor to me. Uh, I mean, we. Didn't I mean, he he's the gift that keeps on giving. Let's be honest. <laughs> yes, it's funny because mo- even most Democrats now have come to see the light. He has like a, the lowest approval rating among Democrats. Yes, and yes. they want you to believe that ninety eight percent of Democrats like approve of the job that Joseph R. Biden no. is doing, but they do not. No, no, you you know that the Democrats have turned on him because all the articles keep coming out about how old he is. Biden is old. Yeah, we know. We've been saying this. The guy can't walk upstairs. He can't walk. Nor can he ride a bike, apparently. <laughs> Nor can he ride a bike. Yeah, we haven't recorded since then, right? Right. I don't think we mentioned it, but he did fall off the bike. He didn't fall off the bike. No, no. He fell off the bike when he was at a complete stop. Right. That is something that doesn't happen to regular people. Let right? alone presidents. And World leaders should not be falling of off 10 bikes. does not fall off bikes unless they're... You know, a senior citizen who really shouldn't be on a bike in the first place. That's true. But the pictures of Joe Biden with the yarmulke in Israel, those are priceless. Oh, those just came out today. Yes, yes. yes. And um, I don't know if you saw, but there was a whole uh, hoopla. Is is that that not a word I can use? Hoopla? Why not? I could? Okay, great. 
sure. that uh, that Biden didn't shake Netanyahu's hand, and in fact he did. But the crazy thing is, is that he shook his hand, and according to the news, he actually told Netanyahu. He reached in and told him, "You know that I love you." Really? Yeah. All right. Listen, I have to, I have a feeling that everybody is a Biden critic until Biden tells them, I love you. Yeah. Like, if, I would be the biggest Biden fan yeah. if he was, like, <laughs> telling me how much he loves me. No, I got I got to admit something. I'm not a Biden fan, as you know. The fact that he did that, he went up a couple of notches in my brain. I'm being honest. Well, it seems like he's a supporter of Israel, and, and I think that that's not news. I think that's something that... Listen, uh, there's a lot of talk about the progressives. That, I think it's something that we knew. It's not like we didn't know he's no, a supporter Bi- of Israel. Biden said that he was going to run the government from the middle. And in fact, he's been going, he's been running it from the left, from the progressive left, right? Like like gas. He could lower the price of gas in a minute with this with a signature of his pen. And he refuses to do it. Why? Because What is that? Like deal? domestic sourcing? Yeah. Uh, of yeah, gasoline, yeah, yeah. of oil. All the things he undid when Trump was president, we had a surplus of oil surplus we were shipping it out we had too much now we don't have enough he's begging saudi arabia he's begging venezuela all these regimes he's begging iran it's insane he can undo this whole thing but he won't do it because you have the aocs of the world who want you know but it's funny because there are people that say that that's not true that he he can't just activate the keystone pipeline it's not just a it's not just about the keystone pipeline it's not just about the keystone pipeline the oil companies will not invest unless they see a future Right, if you were going to make an investment, but that's not something that's going to happen tomorrow. Yes, it is, because if he signed, if he undid, like the federal lands, right? He he blocked a lot of the uh, a lot of the oil pros- prospecting on federal lands. The oil companies are not going to invest unless they know that they're covered for the next ten years or so. Right? If they think that he's going to pull it right back when the price of oil starts to drop, I'm not going to invest. I'm not going to invest. Hundreds of millions of dollars if I'm not necessarily going to see a return. It's not cool. Oh, so let's say he did. What happens to gas tomorrow morning? First of all, the on, on, on speculation alone, the You're price of gas drop the price. will drop. Absolutely. Okay, that makes speculation sense. Speculation will bring it down. I'll accept it. So, um, I mean, speaking about Israel, a lot going on in the Middle East, a lot going on in Israel. Uh, there, was, there was this article. I'm just going to throw this out there. There was an article about a famous Israeli, well, actually, he was a Sephardic painter. Uh, his name's, uh, I hope I'm saying it right, Amidio Modigliani. It doesn't Does sound that ring right. A bell? It doesn't <laughs> Does that sound ring right. A bell? But, <laughs> I know you're, but an, go on. you're an art maven. Um, he's a Sephardic Jew and the, uh, the Israeli museum x-rayed his paintings and they found other paintings hidden inside the paintings, I guess on the back or so whatever. Wait, 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 wait. Why would his paintings get x-rayed in the beginning, like, to begin with? like I don't know the answer to that. Like, I don't would, know the like, answer. Like, how why did that go it? down? Like I don't know. Like, Moshe, you know what we should do? <laughs> Maybe he throw this in the x-ray machine. <laughs> they no, you all, all, no, hold it, hold it. No, I, don't worry. I'm going to put, uh, you know, like the dentist. <laughs> we'll put you in the metal cape. <laughs> Why were they x-raying? It's a great question. <laughs> Why are they x-raying They were paintings? bored? I don't know. Why are they x-raying paintings? It's an excellent question. I mean, the article doesn't say it. 
משה, why do you actually the painting? משה! יצחק, I found something. יוסי, come here, come here, look at this. משה, what do you want okay. now? Yeah, you're making jokes, but his last, one of his paintings got over 170 million dollars when sold at auction. Wait, who? In 2015. What? How much? 170 million dollars. That was okay. a Picasso numbers. Okay, that's what I'm telling you. It, it, was one, it, it became one of the most expensive paintings ever sold. Another one was sold in 2018 for $157 million. Can I see okay? what these works of art look like? Are they like Judaica? Like what are they? No, no. I'm, I'm going to leave that out. This is a family show. Really? Well, no, I mean, you know, whatever. You know, as you know, the art world doesn't, you know, necessarily follow any type of... Uh, uh-huh. Hamaven Yavin, basically. Exactly, exactly. Okay. But um, yeah, and he, interestingly, his paintings are getting these in the, hundred million, in the hundreds of millions of dollars. He died penniless. At age 35. What year did he live? He passed away in 1920. Really? I mean, I mean, it's typical artist yeah, life. Not, right? not uncommon. Right. It's just crazy that, you know, these artists, they live, I mean. Does he have, like, family? heirs, family, <laughs> Yorshim, something? Get to know them. Like, no, at least they, like, if somebody benefiting from Susu. it. No, 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 no. Meaning, like, it's okay if he died penniless. No one recognized the the value of his art but now that they do like do his heirs get something his family something like at least no, there I, should be a benefit not that it's I don't like think so. it's I mean, owned it, by the museum of israel and that's it it's owned by the museum of israel i mean whoever I, I mean i don't know someone must have donated it to them or or maybe it's on display i have no idea but i i mean i don't think he even had family i mean it doesn't seem but i want to circle back to biden because i wanted to mention that just like every other president Biden is staying in the presidential suite in the King David Hotel. And I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to say, I was in Israel, as you know, it was about two years ago. I think you were there more recent than me. Yeah. And can we move on from the King David Hotel? Like, I don't want to there stay in the King no, David Hotel. No, it is the highest end, I, but I believe. It's not. It's so old. It's old, but it's also equipped. Okay, so... so, so I stayed at the Waldorf. Uh, it was beautiful. The Waldorf is gorgeous. Gorgeous. The, the Orient is beautiful. Beautiful. Even the uh, Citadel, I would take that the, over the, the King David. Yeah, what's the other? Herbert Samuel. Oh, Very whoa, nice. Whoa, whoa. What is that? That sounds like a cigar. No, it's another hotel. It's a hotel? It's Jerusalem. These are Jerusalem hotels. Herbert Samuel? The Herbert Samuel. You've heard of it. No, never. Really? Yeah. So that's also a beautiful hotel. Um, but Where did you stay? Where did you stay? I stayed in the Waldorf when I was there last. See? But You don't want to stay at the King David. The Citadel is also beautiful. Yeah, is I like the Citadel. the Citadel. I think so. I mean, years ago it was the Hilton. You remember? I do remember that. Yeah. Um, but you, you, you had the opportunity to stay at the King David, and you chose not to. No, I was in the King David a, a while ago, and actually got them to open up the presidential suite just to take a look around. Really? Yeah. Why? So ju- Why did you do that? And I was interested. I was interested. How interesting is that? It was. It was. Yeah, I guess it is. It was amazing to see. But not only that, the entire suite is a capsule, which means what does that the, mean? It means that if the entire hotel were to be blown to smithereens, this capsule would just land. No. Yeah, it is a complete edifice in and of itself. Oh. So okay. that's so- why it because of that security measure, that's why the presidents are always staying in the King David. They take floors ah. at a time. Ask a question, get an answer. There you go. Oh, so that's why. Yes. 
It's not for its ambiance. No, it's not. It, it, look, it's a fancy hotel, but yes, it's old. It's been there since God knows when. Yeah, you remember it was bombed during, was it yeah, Moshe Dayan? Yeah, it was like in through the world. It was, it, yeah, Moshe Dayan bombed it. It went through the wars. It yeah. went through a lot. of. It, it's been around. It's a, yeah, it's every like, president, it's a landmark think, at this there. point. Yeah. I've stayed there when there, were, when there have been like dignitaries and presidents from other countries. And that Wait, you were in the hotel when there were dignitaries? Yes. Really? Who? It was the president of Brazil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know why that's funny. I actually, that's funny because like, I got to shake I his hand tell and he me, kissed like, me you know, on both Clinton cheeks. Or something. He, the president of Brazil kissed you on both cheeks? On both cheeks. And liar. I didn't appreciate it at the time. That's a lie. I was like, ew, gross. Such <laughs> a liar. No, I promise. Why would I lie? How'd you know he was the president of Brazil? Because you ask. When you see a fuss and you see security, you ask, like, who is that? And then you walked over to him. And I, I was like, all right. I walked, over, I walked over. <laughs> what do they speak in Brazil? Spanish? Portuguese. No, Portuguese. Right. So, so I walked over to him. He kissed me on both cheeks. And I'm like, I had no idea. I was like, gross. Did you say anything to the Brazilian president? Did you, no, did you talk I, to him? I was like, no. What did you do? You I walked like, over to him? Tiny. I was I was legitimately like little. Like he was probably like kissing a kid. He was like, oh. So that's why... The King David is the choice for presidents, dignitaries, because of that level of security, which no other hotel has. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. The truth, I should do a fact check on you. Do I don't it. know why I'm taking your, your I'm do taking it. this as. Do it. I'll do it at the same time. I don't believe it. You are correct. Here's, a, here's an article from um, 2017. When President Trump stayed at the King David Hotel, and it says the presidential suites have independent air conditioning in case of a gas attack and are built to withstand an RPG, rocket-propelled grenade, and they cost about $5,700 per night, but still the U.S. is bringing rocket-proof glass to put in the in front of the window. If the hotel blows up, the suite will come down in one piece, so maybe a few broken bones, but they will be alive. Fact check true. See? See, wow. I don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a real that's it, a real deal. All those windows are bullet resistant, rocket resistant. That's crazy. They can just they can take a beating. Well, speaking of rockets, I don't know if you saw this, but this always makes me feel nice and warm and fuzzy inside. But New York City emergency emergency management did a nuclear preparedness drill. Drill. Uh, and this was a couple of days ago. And uh, how does that make you feel? You know, they always say that, like, New York City, it's eventual. Like, whoa, whoa, this whoa, was, whoa, 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 whoa. What? We don't talk like that. I, again, this is not me speaking. I'm just telling you. They always say that it's something that's an, an eventuality. They don't talk like, oh, God forbid, oh, it's never going to happen, oh, don't worry, we have security. No, no. They're saying it's not if, it's when. That's what they say when they talk about New York City because it's such a large city and such a hub that it's almost bound to happen. So their, their their advice is, here are three key steps you need to know. Get inside, stay inside, stay tuned. Oh, thank you. Wow. Thank wow. you, NYPD. Wow, I'm glad they did that Because drill. if I see a giant fireball, I'm running towards it. A mushroom cloud. <laughs> right? Like, oh, we got to go see that. We got to get closer to the action. But there are crazy people, by the way. No, come on. No, no, no. There are people that have the IQ of this table right <laughs> here. On. And they will. They'll do it. So I saw this thing, this story about this guy, this Japanese guy who lived in Hiroshima, Hiroshima, however you want to pronounce it. And he, you know, that's Japan where America dropped the first bomb. Nuclear bomb. And he worked 
at a place. No, I'm sorry. He ended up somehow he was in the blast zone. He didn't know. He managed to get away with his life. He he dove underground. He lived through it. Okay. Now this guy, here's the crazy part. This guy cleans himself off. He manages to go home, check on his family. Everybody's safe. And he goes to work the next day. Only Japanese, right? The work ethic, you know what I mean? <laughs> now, he's telling his boss, they're like, you look horrible. What, why were you late? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, no, there was a bomb. It destroyed the whole city. And his boss is like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Because remember, they this was a new thing, the, the nuclear bomb. It's funny because in the Hiroshima blast, there is a shadow there was a man who was turned into a shadow. Does that make sense? The blast was so yeah, bright he was vaporized, but his shadow remains to this day on a footbridge that that is like at the center of the blast zone. Well, it's time to fact check once again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. I don't. I mean, when do I get some credibility? I don't believe this. No, because these things sound impossible. I'm, I'm filled with useless trivia. <laughs> I'm never playing Trivial Pursuit with you. No, I don't believe it. A human shadow etched in stone is an exhibition at the Hiroshima Peace Memorial Museum. It is thought to be the residue of a person who was sitting at the entrance of the Hiroshima branch of Sumit- Sumitomo Bank. Should I say that properly? Sumitomo Bank. Uh, Your Japanese when the is really good. Over Hiroshima. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Okay. You're two for two today. Let's All see right, if you can keep the streak up. <laughs> this is, you know, the pressure is on. I'm just saying the pressure is on. I'm pretty chill about it. Okay. So now this guy goes to work. The boss doesn't believe him. As he's going through this whole thing with the boss, guess what? His business is located in Nagasaki, site of the second U.S. atomic bomb which is detonated while he's at work. Really? Yes. Same guy. Okay. Now, every you know, a lot of carnage. Unfortunately, a lot of people were killed. Now, this guy manages to escape again with his life. Wow. And he's flipping out because he wants to make sure his family is okay. He goes home. Wait, and where is his house? Like, he's so, traveling right. to Hiroshima, to Nagasaki. So, so his, his house. Where does he live? No, so he actually lives in Nagasaki. Okay. He gets to his house, and his building is in ruins rubble and he had a wife and daughter very sad they passed turns out they lived oh how did they live this is the crazy part is his wife went she was out of the house because she was buying ointment for his burns that he got from the first bomb (laughs) had it not been had he not been through the first bomb his family would his family would never have lived Wow. Now, if that's not Hashkacha Pratis, I don't know what, yeah. what is. Yeah, I don't know why he deserves it. I'm saying, like, I don't what know. did he do? He's got to have some deeds. I don't know. The man lived to be 93 years old. Wow. When did he die? Uh, I think, I, I don't remember, but he lived to be 93. Wow. Is well, that crazy? That is crazy. You know, it reminds me of a story that I just heard. So I heard this story. I know this person personally. So now, this person who's telling so the this story. this firsthand. Yes. I like firsthand. Yes. Go. This person's grandmother had passed away, okay? She was buried in New York from people, and 19 years later, her husband, who's this boy's grandfather, decides, I want to move a Terrace Yisrael on a whim. What, like exhume her? Yes. And okay. it turns out that that's mutter, right? They did it to the gun. Yes, yeah, right? in order to do a mitzvah, yes. Yes. 
So he says, you know, I'm not going to tell the kids because they're, you know, they, they may, they, they're going to get, you know, uncomfortable Wait, with it. You can't not no, tell no, you. No, no, meaning he's going to ease them into it, I guess. He's going to, you know, he's not just going to come or right what, out. what, they're just going to show up and the plot is empty <laughs> and they're like, Pop, where's, where, 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 what's going on? It says Steve Burmounger. <laughs> Dad. She's been taken. <laughs> So it's not, it's not even funny. You no, can't laugh about no, it. No, no. So I don't know exactly. I'm just saying that. Uh, so, the, so the details are sketchy the, the, on this the, point. But okay. No, I, I, I'm assuming he wasn't. He didn't want to tell them right away. He wanted to wait a little bit, and you know, I guess, I guess, put everything in place, get the plot first, et cetera, et cetera. Move her first. Ask questions later. Something like that. Okay. So one of his kids comes to him and he says, "You know, Dad, uh, I, what's going on?" Mom came to me in a dream the last three nights in a row and said, when are you moving me to Israel already? Huh. But that's not the crazy part of the story. Okay. okay so that that in and of itself is crazy. So now the father says, oh, you know, I've been working on it. I want to move it to Eretz Yisrael. Okay. Bottom line, they're going to do it. Here's the crazy part. They go to exhume the body. They go, they dig it out, and the grave diggers say, oh, No. This must be the wrong body. We dug out the wrong body. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. What's Wait, going what? on? Isn't there a headstone? So they say, there's a headstone. And we're looking, what? this is also, her how plot. how much time passed? Like 19 years. Oh dear. 19 So there's not going to be much left. Right. Not, so the grave Dental diggers, records, you can forget about dental records. <laughs> right. Okay. So the grave diggers say. The undertakers. The undertakers say. This cannot be the body. We dug up the wrong body. And they say, no, but it is. Look at the headstone. Look at the maps. This is her. They said, why is it not her? They said, well, it's clearly not someone who died 19 years ago. This is like someone who died recently because they have not decomposed. And they said, but this has to be our mother slash grandmother. They said, well, we need you to ID the person or we're not letting you do it. They ID'd it. It was the mother slash grandmother. She had not decomposed. I don't know if I'm purchasing this one. I, I'm telling you firsthand. This is a firsthand story? Firsthand story. They ship the body to Eretz They get a phone call now from the people, the burial people in Eretz saying, you sent us the wrong body. You told us you were sending us someone who passed away 19 years ago. This person couldn't have passed away more than a few months ago. And they said, no, we're aware. This is her. Now, this grandson who tells the story went to his grandfather and said, why was she zeicha to such a thing? How could it be that she didn't decompose? Wait, was she like some sedacious? No, she was a regular regular lady. So like maybe it's Maybelline type. Yes. Okay. I don't know skincare products these days. (laughs) She wasn't mummified. He asks his grandfather, and he says, honestly, I have no idea, but I will tell you this. Before she came to this country, I don't, know, I don't remember where she was from. She, was, she came from a wealthy family. They were a wealthy family. And before every Erev Shabbos and Yontav, she would take poor people, bring them into her home. She herself would bring them in. She would get them washed up. She would feed them and take care of them every Erev Shabbos and Yontav. Really? Is that mind-boggling? Yeah. That mind-boggling. Is, that's mind-blowing. Where do you go with this? I don't know. I mean, the only one I know of is the the famous story with the gun, right? You know that story. Which one? When they were moving him 
to Eretz Yisrael, but they were building, I don't know, a shopping mall, a highway, something, and the the Jewish community, uh, I guess a bunch of, uh, you know, Askanim, got involved to move the body of the Goyen. And they said, you know, don't look at the Goyen. You're not Zaycha, you, you know, don't do it. But they did. I think it was three or four people who looked at the Goyen, and they were made that he still had, like, he was still moist from the Tyra. He was totally zero decomposing of the gun. Footnote, every one of those people who looked at the gun passed away that year. Really? Come on. Is this? Yes. How do you know that this is true? Fact check me, baby. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't think Google has this intel. <laughs> let's try. All right. Let's check it out. No, it says he's still buried in Vilna. Oh, it, no, you're right. Okay, wait. So he was one of the four members... <sighs> Rav Shifrin is buried next to the oil of the Vilna Gun. He was one of the four members of the Chabad who participated in reburying of the Vilna Gun of the Schnipshock <laughs> Schnipshock base oilum. Three of them did not live out the year. The fourth person who did not look, he survived the year. Bingo. Fact check. True. This is from TripAdvisor. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? No, that's what it says. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. That's this wild. From, <laughs> <laughs> this is from TripAdvisor. This is crazy. Two, It's two against one right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, since we're talking about Hashgacha Pratis and we're talking about spiritual matters, I want to tell you about this woman in Ohio. So there's this woman in Ohio and she got into a major accident. She was going over 100 miles an hour. And when police, you know, she was in a major accident, she hit another car, then she hit a pole, kept spinning whatever yeah 100 miles an hour will do that <laughs> yes yeah. and they took her to the hospital they checked toxicology report she had no drugs no alcohol nothing she told police she was going through some trials and tribulations and that she decided to taste test her faith with god really yes she let god she let go and let god take the wheel <laughs> That's what she did. Well, how did that work out for her? That didn't work out too great for her. <laughs> but no, but but she lived. So who she knows? She lived. What is she thinking? She's thinking. You're not so right. We know you're never allowed to test Kaddish Baruch Hu, right? Right. Except with Stalker, right? Right. With Meiser. With Meiser. Yes. So which means that if a person is going to give Meiser, they can say, "I'm hereby testing Hashem." Yes. And see if I make money. Right. I, I want to get ten times. Right. Well, I don't know. There's, uh, Five times? What's no, the number? there's no number. There's no number. I don't know of a number. No, there's a multiple. I don't know the multiple. There's a floor to the to the multiple. You mean a ceiling? No, a floor. Meaning it, maybe it goes to a million times what you gave. What? But it's at least no. five times. No, it's something I, like no, that. I, I'm not aware. I'm not Anyways, aware. so she's basically saying, God, I'm testing you. I'm going to floor it. I'm going to let go of the wheel. If you keep me safe... I let go and let God, and you took care of me. And then, then I know that you are the one true Lord. <laughs> I don't think that that's that's what I don't she think did. That's advisable. <laughs> that's not advisable. See, this shows when you don't have the when you only have Torah Shabbat and you don't have Torah Shabbat Peh. This is where you end up. Wait, it's not a Jewish lady. Mm, well, it doesn't say. I mean, for all we know, it could be, but I doubt it. She faces multiple charges now: felony assault, endangering a child. Driving. She had kids in the car endangering oh, a child. <laughs> what? 
you neglected to I mention that. that one her 11 very important point <laughs> that she had kids in the car. Yes, her 11-year-old daughter was in the front seat. Oh, dear. And she doesn't even belong in the front seat Dude, at why, 11. Why like, you got to be 12 to ride yeah. this ride in why the front seat. Why did they take her kid away? Like, wh- where's <laughs> Maybe they did. Where's Child Protective Services? I no, mean, no, 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 no. You know, it's one thing if you want to te- if you want to rely on your own self. You know, if you want to do this insane test, but to put a child in that type of danger. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Because you're testing your faith. Not cool. But speaking of mothers and children, so I don't know about you. So we're in New York and traffic in New York is notoriously bad. Maybe California is the only place worse or maybe Chicago. I don't know. But New York is really, really bad. And I was driving today and there was a 25 minute traffic jam. Nothing moving. And I look to my left, and there's the HOV lane. Have you ever been in this position? What, and I am, to be the, enticed into the HOV? Yes. So HOV, for those who don't know, is the heavily occupied high, vehicle. High occupancy. High? No heavily. I think it's heavily occupied. It's not. There's no, it's not heavily occupied, bro. Oh, no. Here comes fact it's check number three. It's a high occupancy vehicle. Shoot. At what point do I just high occupancy superiority? Vehicle. Shoot! Of course, it's a high occupancy vehicle. Heavily occupied vehicle. No, no heavy, no occupations. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what if there are heavy people in the vehicle? Mm-hmm. Then there's he- it is a heavily occupied. Well, yeah, but you don't get any. You don't get a lane for that. <laughs> okay, they, maybe they the should. Heavy people don't get a lane. Maybe. <laughs> maybe they should. Maybe we could talk about that. So, I only had two people, and you need three plus. And that HOV was just calling to me. Yeah, no, it was it does calling. That. It does that. So this couple decides to take it. There are only two people. The woman gets pulled over and she tells the police officer, no, no, officer, we are three because I am pregnant and this fetus is the third. Third. (laughs) Yes. And what's crazy is that I've been in this exact situation where I took the HOV with my pregnant wife and I said, if I get pulled over, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to say. Interesting. She didn't get away with it. She got a summons. She got the summons. Which, which she deserves. She, she deserves it. She deserves the but, summons. But well, let's not. discuss. The whole point of the HOV lane, right, is it's, because of the high occupancy, we're going to give you a lane because you're cutting down on right. the amount of vehicles, so there's more people. Now, if this fetus was not going to take its own vehicle, then it doesn't really qualify. But, but that's not true because you can take it with children in the car. Again, they count. Children can go in a car, right? They can take another right, car. They're not going to. You can drive. call them an Uber, and That's then you true. right. Okay, but the fetus is never going in an Uber <laughs> on its own, and well, if it does, you have much well, bigger problems. Well, now that Roe v. Wade was overturned, my friend, this fetus is a person in Texas. In Texas, it's a yeah, but it's yeah, yeah. But again, HOV, HOV. Okay, okay, I hear that. So she she got the ticket she deserves. Yeah, she did. But since we're talking about these silly things now, here's a story that I loved (laughs) and I'm going to have to link to it because no one who's listening is going to understand what we're talking about. But there's a new spider that they've discovered and the company, the Pringles, well, it's not, Pringles is owned by Kellogg's and they want to name the spider. They're petitioning to have this spider named after them, Pringles. And they want to call it the Pringle Spider? It'll be like Pringles Sulianus. You know, like the, it's always right. Latin. And I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? The actual name of it is the Aranius Metificus, commonly known as the Kidney Garden Spider or Pale Orb Weaver Spider. Mm-hmm. And if you look at this spider, 
the back of the spider looks exactly like the Pringles guy. Really? It's crazy. Look at this. Oh my goodness, it does. It's the Pringles guy. It's got guy. that Pringles mustache. That's it's what it is. It's the Pringles guy. It's it's, yeah. it's that signature mustache. No, it, it's got the eyes. It has... It's got the mustache. Wow, it, you're right. They need to call it after the Pringles guy. The Pringleitis arachnid. Yes. <laughs> but speaking of Pringles, I'm not a big Pringles fan. I just want to throw that out there right now. Once you pop, you can't stop, though. No, I can stop. Really? Yeah. You know what the bracha on Pringles is? Uh, it's a shahakal. How'd you know? Very because good. It's it's it's, uh, it's it's not potatoes. Right. It's potato meal. Yes. Yes. See? So what, that got me thinking, mm. why don't we have Pringles that are coming from Eretz that are kashal Pesach? Or do they? I've never seen it. Neither do I. I've never seen it. Well, then again, we have regular Pringles. We, I mean, we have regular potato chips on Pesach. We I have tons the, of regular potato. Right, but I don't know what the ingredients. But I'm of saying because we are. all buy potato there meal. Could on have Pesach, a flour right? binding in it. I guess binding that's true. Agent, who knows? But we use potato meal we'll and come potato back starch to this on the Passover episode. Can okay. we agree? But you better remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In other food news, though, there's a Chinese ice cream maker, apparently a very popular ice cream maker. So. I mean, everything that comes out of China, we know that everything we use and consume, everything comes out of China, right? So there's this Chinese ice cream. They, it, It's known as the Hermes of ice cream in China. Oh, it was like fancy. Fancy ice fancy cream. Fancy ice cream. So now apparently people online, on social media. Oh, fancy ice cream. <laughs> How do you say Hermes with a Chinese accent? Oh, no idea. You can't do it, can I you? Can't, I can't be bothered right now to Challenge. think about it. Hermes. <laughs> so people are taking videos where they're... You want Gucci bag? <laughs> what? What was that? <laughs> what, what did you say even? You want a Gucci bag? <laughs> so the name of the company, by the way, is Chai Cream. <laughs> Chai Cream for Chinese ice cream. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, you got to give Chai it to them. Chai Cream. Chai Cream. So people are trying to make it melt and it doesn't melt. What? They, they, what do you they, mean it doesn't melt? They, it's ice cream that doesn't melt. They left it in a room for over an hour at it, in an 88 degree room and it did not melt. So they, they what went. What is it though? It's, it, it, it's sounds not like, melting. it sounds like par of ice cream to me. Right. So that exactly what I was thinking, right? Tofuti, which we've been eating for many years, mm-hmm. and all the rest of the par of ice creams. Like some kosher. of it melts and the rest of it comes like a jelly it, blob. Right. It just doesn't melt. Like a melt. jellyfish. It's like, you know, let's say on, on Shabbos and you have it on the table. And it's like an hour later, and that's it. Still, looks yeah. When you have a tofuti cake, that's that happens. <laughs> yes, yes, it's just sitting there. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like you're like, do I need to put it back in the freezer? No, no. It's totally it's fine. Doing fine. It's totally it's fine. Doing fine. But we all eat it anyway. Yeah, I mean, look, it's right. It, it has become like a, a quintessential Jewish dessert at this point. Yes, yes. I mean, we mentioned that on other casts. I am a fan of the tofu tofuti sandwich bars. I will. I will say yeah, those are fantastic. They're fantastic, right? You know why? Because um, part of me thinks is that the 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 what do they call the cracker, right? The the the, the two, cookie part, right? The cookie part. Those two sandwich, right? The sandwich. It, it just draw. It distracts. It distracts from the, mm, the maybe the not right. The less than stellar ice cream experience. Right. I'm sorry. I'm having yes. trouble. Like they this. make a mint chocolate chip tofuti sandwich bar. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, they're very good. Excellent. Yeah, really, really yeah, excellent. It's just those cookies are distracting you from the actual ice cream. I don't know if you would have such a great Bro, time dis- eating it from the tub. Distract me. Yeah. Distract me all you want. If it's this good, distract me. Mm-hmm. But shout out once again to my favorite par of ice cream, which I will eat even if I 
if even if I'm not flaccid, I will eat this. Really? It's the we mentioned in the other podcast, the Fantasia Fantasia. I don't know how to pronounce it. It comes from Israel. It's from the the elite company, the would you Strauss, right? Strauss, <laughs> with the pigeons. <laughs> so I may be eating you have pigeon. To go poop. back and listen to do not <laughs> you have eat to the go chocolate. Listen to what it, was that? Twenty yes. seven. Yes, do not Episode eat the chocolate. Twenty seven. Don't yeah. miss that one. It's excellent, but it does not melt. Once again, it also. Does not melt. So, so this Chinese ice cream is it coming under fire? Is it like what's going yeah, on? Yeah. So people are like, "What is in this?" Right. So China's I don't have any experience <laughs> with the power of ice cream world. Right. We're all like super all the used Jews to are it. like, "Yeah, yeah." What's hello? your problem, bro? That just means it's parv. Right. But it's not parv. There's his dairy. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, chai cream says, "Hey, we're doing everything right. All of our ingredients are government sanctioned, and it's fine." FDA approva. Exactly, which reminds me of that that study that they did. I think we spoke about this also, where they just went in the United States, took a whole bunch of vitamins from Walmart and analyzed them and found that there was no vitamins in them. (laughs) It was just, it was Why does that not surprise me? Okay. $1.99 for like (laughs) every vitamin that you can- By the way, kosher vitamins are very expensive. Well, apparently if they're expensive, that means they're real. I, I guess- but like you, you go to and like do you go like to vitamins. a Walgreens. You do vitamins? You a I, vitamin I, person? I, I, not always. Like I you try. go to these like like vitamin stores. Whenever I go no. to these health food stores, the people inside, yeah, they're weird. Are so odd. Yeah, they're weird. I was one time going for my wife, and I said, uh, "I'm on the phone with her, honey. What do you want? What do you want?" And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I just, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm with the lady behind the counter, and 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 I was like, I don't even know what. Hey, you talk to her. She looked at me. With four <laughs> eyes, and she's like, "What? I don't talk on cell phones. Are you crazy? No, Get that out of here!" Really? Yeah. And by the looks of her, I was this like, was the "Maybe proprietor? you should talk on cell phones because apparently, you know, they all look ill. Yeah, they yeah. look pale because they won't sit in the sun, and they're condescending. They're of also course, condescending. They're all better, you know, yeah. holier than thou holier because than thou. they don't talk on cell phones and, and they won't well, sit near the sun. They're yeah. super pale, almost see through. <laughs> Whatever." I just, I avoid those joints altogether. Yeah, but like, you know, especially when COVID came and, and you had Dr. Uh, Zelensky. Oliver Shalom. He, he was Nifter? Yes. Oh. Did you know that? You didn't know gosh, that? Oh my gosh, I did not know that. Yeah. Dr. Dynamis. Yeah. Dr. Zelenko. Zelenko. I'm sorry, I said Zelensky. Dr. Zelenko. He was Nifter. He was the Zelenko protocol. Yeah, he was Nifter. Wow. When did that happen? I can't believe I'm breaking this news to you, like live. Live on the air. I don't believe it. Yeah. I mean, I know he, he had cancer. Wow. I mean, I saw a video not, not too long ago of him from the hospital. I mean, this is a week or two old. Wow, June 30th. You're right. Wow. I mean, look, he did his part. He did his part, for, not just for the Jewish people, but for the world at large. I mean, he gained you know, an insane amount of notoriety through, through COVID and through the Zelenko protocol. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. He was 48 years old. Yeah, that's a real shame. Tragic. But anyway, when COVID w- hit and we were all taking, you weren't taking vitamins? We were all scared uh, yeah, and we were taking, okay. exactly. All right. I so, was taking the zinc and I yes. was taking, what else was I taking? Vitamin, vitamin D. D. Yeah. Yep. Bingo. And vitamin C. And vitamin yes. C. Yes. So now you go to Walgreens and the regular one is $7. The kosher one is 25 right. Come on. Well, now you know why. Right, because it's wood pulp. Right. <laughs> That's actually One is wood chips and the other one is actual vitamin. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and we know that that the rule of Chalav Yisrael, I believe, 
right? So I, I believe the, the is Rav Maisha who says that in America you could drink any milk because well, it's all regulated. It's like a hetter. People right? need to like realize that it is a hetter. It is not a lechatchila. Is that right? Is that because of the FDA? Because um, most of these milk companies, if not all of them, would lose their license to sell milk altogether if they're found mixing other types of milk in the cow milk. For that reason, you're able to drink any milk that advertises even without a being cow's milk, right? Even without a hechsher, even without a chal yisrael hechsher. No, I think even without any. I don't know. Yes, yes. Okay. Even without a hechsher. Again, if they're advertising to be cow's milk, right? then you can rely on the fact that it's only cow's milk. It is 100% cow's milk because of the punitive measures in place by the government or inspectors or whatever that would prohibit them from mixing other animals' milk. Right. So I have friends who have gone to China you know, for business-related activities. and Activities. I th- it sounds nefarious. <laughs> Nefarious? Business-related <laughs> business activities. <laughs> Whatever. And they have said that... You, you can't drink the milk there. You can't no. drink the milk at all because they absolutely... Well, obviously, there's it. no hechsher on it. Right, no hechsher. And clearly, you can't drink it because... No, but, I don't know, but the they, way was, they mix the milk with other things. I don't know what they're mixing it with. I don't know if it's lechatechila they do that, but I do... Like, I remember hearing that if you put pig's milk into... Even a small amount, you mix it with cow's milk. It makes the the it's so fresh the pig's milk that it f- like refreshes even older cow milk. Really, like you can save your batch of mediocre cow milk uh, by just mixing in a small amount of swine milk. That's disgusting. Yeah, Thank you. It is. <laughs> I mean, but the bottom line is, it's like the wild west in China. You don't know what you're getting, what you're doing. You know, anything There's goes. Very little oversight. There's very, very little oversight. <laughs> but speaking of China, uh, I saw an interesting article about that website, what, Sheen? Yeah, Sheen. Is that how you pronounce it? I think so. It's not Shine, right? If anything, it would be like Shane. Shane? Yeah. No, that's if it was in Borough Park. It would be Shane. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Coming from China. It's. But I think it's Sheen. Jin. <laughs> Sheen. Where? In China? In China. Oh, yes. I, I guess. So, Zara. Is getting is feeling the the pain from Sheen because the pinch. yeah because Sheen it, it's it's fast fashion. Well, right? first of all, let, what, tell people what Sheen is if they have no clue. Go ahead, go ahead. You seem to know. <laughs> you seem to be. A, you seem to be. I have a, not bought anything on Sheen. Tell the truth. No, really, I don't. What about, what your, I buy? What about your family? This is possible. My wife Sheen absolutely bags buys. Arrive. No, she they they buy uh, outfits. Yeah, like I said, sheen bags arrive at the home. My wife, like, she'll be like, "Do you like this? Is this nice?" Which there's never a right answer to that because you don't know if if you should say it it's looks a trap. good. It's, it's always a trap. a trap. Get out. Get just out. Just get out. Don't answer. Right. Just leave the home. It's like it's like when your wife I says, "Do go. I look fat?" Do I? <laughs> if you say yes, you're dead. If you, you say no, you're home. a liar. So there's no right answer. Right. right. You just don't answer. You don't answer. You just change the subject. You change the subject or you leave the premises. Exactly. So anyway. she's like, do you like this? Do you like this dress? And I'm like, uh, now here's the thing. I'm worried. What if the dress is, costs a thousand dollars? I wanted to right. return it. Then I could say, no, you know, maybe it's not so sneers. You know, I'll, I'll come up with something to return sure, it. Sure. Sure. When it's high price. But you don't know. Right. But and when then, it's from Sheen, so I'm just everything like, is fantastic. Uh, uh, she didn't looks... tell me where it was from. Right. That was the trick. And then she's like, it costs $10. No, this is a true story. I'm like, what? 
ten dollars. Yeah, you can get crazy deals on Sheen. Um, so Sheen is a website. It's I'm, I'm guessing it's primarily based in China. They sell all sorts of fashion goods. Do they have a men's? Do they That's do an men's? Excellent I question. Like I know ladies have like the pick of the litter at Sheen, but they do have men's. Really? So yes. buy me something. Buy me something. <laughs> Which <right>? like, sir? <laughs> oh, they have everything. Amazing. I've never been to the site before. Um, Is this have, your first? My first Sheen. Wow. Yeah. Maybe okay. I should buy something. The, I mean, the, the prices are ridiculous. I mean, they're t-shirts for five bucks. You know. I mean, do they have suits and ties? That's the real question. That's like a great how question. much is a suit? How much is a tie? Get me dressed. Give me a Shabbos outfit at Sheen for fifty bucks. I'm sold. I'll never go anywhere else. <laughs> it's hard. You can't buy suits online. You know, you got to put it on for fifty dollars. Right. I'll buy every yeah, size. Yeah, you understand? <laughs> and I'll just fit into one of them. So I don't see suits, by the way, but they do have you know pants. It's a good thing that they don't sell suits because if you buy a suit from Sheen, you can probably like self-combust. <laughs> There's so much polyester. Like if you walk near an uh, oven, you'll probably go into flames. Listen, dude, I'm I'm looking at sweatshirts here for twelve bucks, thermal lined. Can you sweatshirt. make Kiddish Club sweatshirts? Because we'll do that. Yeah, get me a Kiddish Club this sweatshirt. Is amazing. We'll buy it for twelve. We'll sell it for seventy-two. That's a business. No, you know my my the thing is is that. Zara, I mean, I've purchased from Zara. I know you have as well. They're a fast fashion company, supposed to be affordable fast fashion, right? Yes. Zara's stuff is junk. It falls apart. It's garbage. It doesn't last. I don't agree with you 100%. No, it does. It does not last. Well, let me tell you something. If you're giving it reason to fall apart, like expanding, if you're expanding, <laughs> aren't we the all clothes though? are not going to grow with you. This isn't the desert. But aren't we all expanding? I still have my COVID weight. Can't get rid of it. They, they so they are fast fashion, like Zara, but you know a quarter of the price. It's crazy. So it's giving Zara a run for their money. Yes. All right. Listen, all this is good news because it means all the prices come down, right? Zara's going to have to compete. Yeah, I guess so. They drop their price, and it's a win-win. I mean, they do have jackets. I'm seeing outerwear, pea coats. I, I mean, here's a coat for twenty-three dollars. How do you go wrong? How do you go wrong? Exactly. Even if you, look, if you wear it once and then throw it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that this is less of an excuse for people not to look their best. Am I right? Like, do you ever see in shul, there's people that come as though shul is a Zoom meeting. Like, they'll wear a jacket and then just like sweats on the bottom. (laughs) No. No, this happens. No. And it's bothering me because the other day, I promise you, the other day. I'm in shul and I'm looking at this guy. And he's like wearing a jacket. And like from the top half, he looks like okay, and then just the rest of it is just like sweats and slides. <laughs> no, like, you're coming to shul in slides, really? Really? Yes, that's ridiculous. This is uh, no, I but can't you know make what? This no, up. no, maybe, maybe he just came off like the basketball court or something, I, it, and he threw on a jacket so he could daven. I agree. That would be cool, except that it happens every day. So now what? Same guy. Same dude. <laughs> I want to say something. Why don't you ask him? I'm not gonna. I'm not involving myself. I would like to, but I'm far too antisocial to start that conversation. And he's probably one of these guys that goes to health food stores. If yeah, we're no, honest no, no. With each he's other. pale. He's, he's yeah, got all he's, the ingredients. He probably doesn't talk on cell phones. <laughs> Speaking of which, so when I buy when I buy clothes online, inevitably my wife is like, "No, no. What I mean, were you no. thinking? 
what were you thinking when you bought this? Uh-huh. And I just has to go back. So she doesn't like your taste. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I I just decided to splurge. I think it was on Dan's deals on one of these sites. The Amazon Echo Frames went on sale. Okay. And I said, you know what? Wait, what are those? I wear glasses. Okay. So what are they? They're glasses. They look like regular glasses. Well, mostly regular glasses. And they have like these little tiny speakers embedded in- Oh, are those the ones that you wear with a thick temple? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it has these little tiny speakers that focus sound directly to your ear. So I got them. I I said, I'll play with them and then I'll return them. You know, I'm never going to- I got them. I fell in love. Really? Yes. They're magical. And I realized that this is the future of where tech is going. You put these glasses on. Now, yeah, wearables I, are a big thing. Yes, and they're just going to get bigger. Here's the part of our podcast. Now, this is not kosher money, but we're going to tell you. <laughs> I avoided saying that name this entire time. <laughs> Why? We always talk about kosher money. All right. God bless them. Wearables are going to just keep getting bigger, okay? Because these glasses, if they can make them look just a drop less bulky, they're magical. You put them on. You, you just, to me, I'm just wearing my regular glasses. At any moment, if I say, Alexa, a little tiny LED lights up in front of my eyes. I see it light up and I hear a little sound in my ear that nobody else could hear. There's nothing in my ears, no earbuds. And it's listening for me and I say, hey, play some Yishai Rebo. And now I'm listening to Yishai. Nobody else hears it. It's just amazing. I get a phone call. I swipe my finger along the, the, the no, yeah, really? and I just start talking. It's magical. And so you're so you're happy. So now I got the lenses and made. They're not going back. I got are they? the lenses made. Really? Yeah, they ain't going back now. Wow. I got the lenses made from a website called Lensable. I'm not thrilled with it because they came out really thick. Maybe I should have gone for a higher index, but I've never had to do that before. My prescription is not that high. And I just show up to I just put them on. I don't tell my wife a word. Can you put them on? I'd, I'd like to see them I will. on you. I will you have put them? them on. There they are. Okay. I mean they look the tortoise, Normal. the tortoise. Okay, they have they're, those. Thick, they're rectangular, so I, I usually wear. They have the circular. thick sides, but also it looks like your prescription is a thousand. Like I can see, like yeah. behind you, like you know how those <laughs> yeah, people yeah, yeah, have, yeah. like you can see the, 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 you can see the entire horizon, yes, like exactly. through their lenses because so, it's so thick. So shout out to Lensable. I don't know if they're listening. I, I don't love how you did my lenses, Lensable. Not not great. Not a great job. Lensable sounds like a yeshivish. Uh, <laughs> is it? It's the kid in yeshiva. Is, he went off the D, you know? Is it a Jewish company? Oh, no, no, that's Lensable. <laughs> you know, Lensable. Is it? No. No. no I, maybe it is. Who knows? Yeah. When you're wearing the glasses, you forget that you even have them on and you don't have anything in your ears. And then all of a sudden you hear sound. I'm telling you, it's like. You think you're going bananas. Or, or, or Hashem's hearing, talking to you. <laughs> hearing voices. Elio, Elio. <laughs> So then I saw another article, which really blew my mind. This group, this company has now successfully created contact lenses. You ready for this? Go. Contact lenses that are augmented reality. Wow. So that means that you put these contact lenses in your eye. I know what it means. Well, so not everybody knows. All right. You put the contact lenses in your eye. And you're basically, you have a screen overlaid on your eye so that if you're looking at something in the street or you, you query, like the way I'm doing to these echo frames, you could ask to see something or whatever. You have a screen and the pixel density is like double that of an iPhone. So it's like super crisp and super clear, obviously, because it's super close to your eye. The breakthrough is that it's powered, right? Because how do you charge them and how do you power them? Good. They've apparently solved that. But could you imagine? Well, how? What, like, what is the? I don't know. I didn't what's delve. The I didn't delve that deeply. 
But well, imagine like, we, I, we don't have glasses that do that yet. I mean, right. Google Glass does that, right? But right. it's not widespread at all. But imagine, imagine this: imagine a, a future where you're wearing these contact lenses. Right? You live in a shack, but your contact lenses are showing you that you are in the King David presidential suite. Wow! Right? You turn your head, you look at the wall, and there's a there's a there's a Monet on the wall. I can do with some of right? that augmented reality. Isn't yeah. that amazing? I would like to augment my reality Isn't right now, actually. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Think about it. So I could envision like 20 years from now where everybody's wearing these contact lenses and nothing's real. That's crazy. It's crazy. Isn't that nuts? Because, I mean, I guess at some point they'll make them disposable. Yeah. Right? Because I I, I imagine that these are going to be- How do you recharge them? Yeah, I don't know. You put them in your case every night. Or maybe no. Maybe it's easier to have disposable ones where you just take a new pair every day and it just has some type of- you know, because it's got to keep your, da- your 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 data somehow. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm assuming it, it 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 connects to your phone. You you, you know, it's not the and computer. Knows everything, right? Right, but it just works just like just the Bluetooth, echoes. right? I mean, it's crazy. It's nuts. And um, speaking of which, there's there's a car company called uh, Lightyear, and they've uh, they've announced the Lightyear Zero, and they say, and we're talking about gas prices. They say, wait, it's an electric car. I it's imagine. an electric car. It has solar panels on the roof, and they say that it can go months without ne- ever needing a charge. You know, you have to wonder why Tesla never. Tesla? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I said it. I said Tesla. Yeah, why? Because Elon Musk says it that way. Does he? He does. Really? Yeah. He calls it <sighs> Tesla. Fact check number four. Here we go. <laughs> How does? Oh, you Elon never trust me. Musk pronounce Tesla. Better play this. I want this clip in the cast. Here it is. Elon Musk demonstrates his pronunciation of Tesla. Do you say Tesla instead of Tesla? I say Tesla. You say both, okay. Tesla? Actually, I think I'll probably say it with a slight Z sound. I I never thought about it. I say Tesla, yeah. Yeah, you say Tesla. (laughs) It's with a Z, sort of a Z-ish sound. Do you want me to say Tesla? I can't. I can't. I'm going to say Tesla. Well, it's not two S's, so it's got to be at least (laughs) a short S. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Right again. I don't believe it. Oh, this is my episode, man. Oh, my. I don't believe it. How could that be? Yeah, he says Tesla. He says Tesla. Yeah. So So now you say Tesla. So, no, I'm just, I don't know why. I just, I usually say Tesla. I don't know why I went with Tesla. But I just do wonder why Tesla doesn't. <laughs> you said it again. <laughs> why they don't, why they never thought of putting a solar paneled roof. Like, it seems like, it seems like the intuitive thing to do. Are you vying for a job at Tesla? <laughs> because they're laying off a lot of people right now. No, I don't, I don't think you're getting a job. Hopeful. It doesn't, doesn't look, look hopeful. hopeful. No. So anyway, we are out of time, but I did want to talk about something. We'll, we will get to it next time because it's a fascinating topic. It's about the lost synagogue of Aleppo. Mati Friedman, who's an excellent author and writer. Uh, I've read his books. Uh, the Aleppo Codex is an excellent one. You should go out and try it. We will get to it next time because it's fascinating. It's a fascinating story. Uh, we're trying to get someone on. I will say, say fascinating, fascinating one more again, time. Please. Uh, it's yeah. it's going to be very interesting, but we don't have time to get to it because it's it's a, you know it's a whole thing that we have to get into. So we're gonna have to pause right here. 
Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it with your friends, with your family. You know you can follow us on Twitter at Kiddish Clubcast. You can find us on Instagram. We're at Kiddish Club Podcast. You can send us your thoughts, your comments, your suggestions by email. We are at hock, H-O-C-K, at kiddishclubpodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe on your platform of choice so that you get alerted the moment we release an episode. Be sure to make your way onto Apple Podcasts and leave us a written review. We appreciate those so much. If you're listening on Spotify, be sure to rate us five stars. And until next time, we are out. Speaking about food, uh, I read this story about a uh, a 58 year old man was arrested for a hate crime because he smeared raw bacon on the Muslim family's home in what? Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna read his name, but he, he it was his neighbor. He has okay. Muslim neighbors, so, so neighborly dispute. And, and apparently, how does that they, they to... claim they claim that it wasn't a neighborly dispute. They say that they've been nothing but nice. We to are him. the best neighbors ever. <laughs> We are the best neighbors. <laughs> Don't worry. So we bring sheep once in a while. So big deal. <laughs> they claim that they bring him food. That's right. We give him uh, the lamb. We we mm. slaughter in the house, <laughs> and then we feed him. You believe it? And what does he do? He come bring the bacon and he rub it everywhere. <laughs> he rubbed the bacon. They have him on camera doing it. What did he do? He took a raw piece <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of bacon and he rubbed it like on the doorknobs and. So they don't. And touch then bacon. wait, and then he yeah, and then so he. So that's he the thing. That's what he car. wanted. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, we we said this. I don't know if it's really true, but they say that if you if you know you can't go oh, into right, heaven because some of the Ukrainians was it the Ukrainians? Where did we have this? Yeah, where they we, we dipped talked bullets about it. Large. Yes, yes. So that they, they wouldn't can go, never go to heaven. They can't go to Olam Haba if they if they're yeah if they pigs. have lard in them. So this guy, <laughs> but what's funny is is that he did it. Like, could you imagine this guy like smearing it on the doorknob now? So wait, they're, they're not he, he seeing didn't that, right? Resort to violence, right? Correct. He could have got violent. He could have like did things. Instead, he's like, you know what? These guys have a rule, and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna fight back. However, whatever that he was, how, whatever his mindset was, not that it's, not that I don't even know, but, but he didn't get violent. He just said, let me take bacon and make <laughs> their life, yeah, make their life a little more difficult. He's, no, but this guy must have a little element of Amuna because, like. I understand if you throw it on them or like, you know, but he's smearing the doorknob. So now who, how is that hurting them? Right. If they don't even know, like he's diabolical. Like he went to his house. He's like, like, they will all go to Jenna. Jenna. (laughs) Right. He must have some Amuna, by the way. Right. It's it's a strange thing. uh, Maybe he knew they would see. Maybe. I mean, there is this picture. Because they're going to come home. It's like, it's like. The door handle very greasy. Something up here. This smell not familiar to me, except one time when I was in, when I had my rebellious stage. Of Zidirik. But this, uh, you know, this, what is this? You know, you know, you're making. And then they look. You're talking the, like that. And, and then they and looked at the be- video footage. <laughs> yes. And they were like, "Would you look at this? Huh? Look what this guy did. Okay, this look like uh, you know." What do they call bacon in Arabic? I don't know, but but you know what's funny is that you're making you're doing this uh, accent, mm. being stereotypical. Yes, 
end. It ma- it's and I probably was thinking, not politically it's probably correct. Not, right. And, it, and they're probably just like regular Americans who happen to be Muslim. But then I read the quote and I realized that you are spot on <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to read you the quote. <laughs> this is the quote. I do think he definitely hates us and he's trying very hard to make us feel uncomfortable. He's trying to make us, uh, not, yes. uh, you know, to feel... <laughs> Wait, uh, but yeah... I do believe is do believe a hate crime. Is a hate crime. <laughs> so apparently they're not just regular right. Americans. I don't you know, right. Maybe there is a TV story or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't hear them. But So we have swastikas like painted all over shuls. And every day there's like another 50 Jewish hate crimes. This guy smears a doorknob with some bacon and now he's and arrested. He's jail, right? And they're going to throw the book at him. This is the new America. this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.